Hello, my name's David, and this is The Hypothetic Arrow, a podcast normally about the what-ifs of rugby league history. But we're going to take a little bit of a sidestep for December of 2021. We're going to look at a, a bracket competition for the most dominant team of all time. So what I've done is I've looked at every single club, and I've picked out one or two of their best seasons. I've used it based off their season, their regular season results. So there's a maximum of two for each club. Basically, every club that had over a certain ratio gets one of these 32 spots. Um, some clubs miss out, such as the Hunter Mariners, South Queensland Crushers, teams like that. Um, but every one of these teams that is involved has had a significantly good season, and this is based off their regular season results. So some of these teams we're talking about did not go on to win a premiership, um, but were realistically fairly dominant for their season. So I'm not sure if you guys know how a bracket works. I'm pretty sure everyone does. But there's 32 teams. Uh, every team is seeded 1 to 32. Team 9 plays team 32. Team 2 plays team 31 in a bracketed competition. So basically the best team number 1 and the best team ranked number 2 should theoretically meet each other in the final. But we shall see how that goes. Uh, and you guys out there will be the decider of who actually is in this finals. So what I'm going to do is every single day for December, so from December 1, which will be this episode, right through to the 31st of December, which will be the final, I'm going to put out an episode, uh, and then I'm also going to put out on Twitter, through a Google form, a voting. Um, so all you do is basically go into the voting form, uh, click on the vote, uh, don't worry, you don't have to do it on exactly the same day. There will be some time, obviously not with the final, but um, before that, so this episode will come out, and then obviously the team that wins this won't have to play again for 17 days, um, or won't have to be in the competition against someone else till then, uh, and obviously it's going to decrease as we go. So, uh, look, it'll be pretty easy once we get going on it, and I'm pretty sure everyone will understand how it works. So I think the way we're going to go about this is just to crack straight into it. Um, we're going to have a look at team, the teams ranked. Um, I'm going to do them in this particular order. Uh, I don't pay any attention to the rankings. The rankings are realistically done via you know how many games they won and they lost on a ratio of, of the games they played. So a team that went undefeated through the whole season is obviously going to be ranked much higher than a team that had one loss and didn't play many games. And the team that had limited losses but played a whole lot more games is going to be ranked a bit higher again. So it's all it's it's a whole formula, um, and I can explain it to you guys if you really want. But I'm pretty sure it's much more important just to get through it and and have all of these teams. So our two teams for today will be St George 1959 versus New Zealand Warriors 2002. We'll start with St George. Uh, St George 1959. We're talking about a very, very well stacked side. Uh, we've got three immor sorry, we've got three immortals in there. So we've got Reg Gasnier, Norm Proven, and Johnny Raper. Um, they were captain coached by Ken Carney. I'm just going to go through a couple of their players, just highlight them, uh, just to give you an idea. If you're not sure, I've got a list that's going to come out, so you can have a look at the players in that list and. And do a bit of your own research as well. Um, but I'm just going to highlight a couple of these players for each team as we go through. Um, and also some 
things about you know players who, who who are in multiple teams because there are some guys that do end up in a few different of these teams. Uh, so probably best to start at fullback. We've got Brian Graham, um, probably not one of the biggest names, but um, you know Brian did lead the point scorers uh, during the during that year, um, and he was a New South Wales rep in 1959. Um, so you know a pretty pretty important part of that team you've on the win you got eddie lumsden obviously a lot of people know who eddie lumsden is 16 appearances of new south wales eight tests um you know leading troy scorer in 58 and 62 uh you know very good player you got johnny riley um you got reg gasnier as we mentioned so one of the immortals good nickname too there's a lot of really good nicknames in these so I love Puff. Um, Brian Messeter, which I don't have a lot to say about Brian, but played three seasons for St. George, with 59 being his far most successful, scoring 18 tries. Um, we've got Brian Clay, who's going to appear in another team coming up later. Uh, so he was a Newtown junior, and he played centres, but we've got him as the 5'8 in this team. Um, it's called Popper, basically because he was bald. Um, we've got Bobby Bugden at halfback. Um, you've got the legendary Harry Bath, nicknamed the Old Fox. He's got a long and illustrious career, and also, you know, pops up later on for St George's um, as the coach. Uh, as I mentioned, Ken Carney, you know, his nickname is great as well, Killer. I always love these nicknames. Um, you know, he started rugby with Parramatta. He ended up going back to Parramatta to coach them later on. But at this point, you know, he was the um, the captain coach, and in '53 instigated the famous brick wall defence. Uh, really, really good at um, mani- not manipulating the rules, but maybe just playing within the rules uh, in the limited tackle situation that St George was in in this big run. Um, but look, we're talking '59, so we're kind of right in the middle of that run. So, you know, basically under Carney's guidance, St George turned. It's mastery of unlimited tackle football into an art form, which is a, a quote from Alan Whitaker. Um, you got Billy Wilson, the other prop, known as Captain Blood. Love these nicknames, guys. It's so good. Um, he was sent off in the St. George final loss in 1953. Uh, and, you know, very, very good player. Uh, Monty Porter, originally from Tamworth. Uh, very good player, a prop and second rower. Uh, you've got Norm Proven. I think everyone knows who Norm Proven is. You know, I love his nickname too, Sticks. Great nickname. Um, you've got Johnny Raper. You know, I think Johnny Raper's best known for what, the cover tackles. Uh, very, very good player and obviously an immortal as well. So, you know, a team with three immortals is, is going to be tough to beat in this competition. Uh, but we will we'll see. Uh I think that's all I can really say about St George. St George is obviously one of the favourites, um, and I do envy this other side that we're about to talk about now, the New Zealand Warriors of 2002. Um, fairly some interesting players in this New Zealand team. So we've got Ivan Cleary, obviously. Well, at this point, I'm recording this before the 2021 Grand Final has happened, so I don't know whether he's a Grand Final winning coach or not. Um, but he does appear in this list quite a few times um, as a coach and as a player. Uh, Ivan 
went to a lot of different clubs, played for Manly, played for the Roosters. He had success, played for North as well, had success in a in a lot of places. Um, we've got, on the wings, we've got Justin, Justin Murphy and Henry Farfili, um, both really good players. We've got John Carlaw and Clinton Torpy. Um, I think a lot of people like Clinton Torpy. I'm a... I'm a big Torpy guy as well, especially because of the way you pronounce his name. I think everyone loves the New Zealand pronunciations. Um, Lance O'Hire is is the 5'8", and I think he's fairly underrated as a player. Um, did play a lot of seasons. Basically, it felt like Lance O'Hire played for about 40 years at some points, um, but always de- always dependable, always a good, great player. Um, the halfback is probably the big thing for them, Stacey Jones. Uh you know, described by Andrew Johns as one of his favourite players, or one of the best players he'd ever played against. Um, I think, you know, a lot of underratedness happens for Stacey Jones because he's a New Zealander. I think if he played in Australia, if he'd been an Australian, probably would have played you know, some test matches and probably would have been more well regarded. But, you know, a fantastic player, Stacey Jones. Great kicking game. Um, just one of those those little little nippy sorry little nippy half facts that you you know you sort of love to watch. Um, up in the front row, you've got Jerry C. You see you and Mark Tukey. So basically, enforcers the big buff heads. Um, I always loved Mark Tukey as a Parramatta fan. We always loved him, and um, as a Parramatta fan, also loved their hooker PJ Marsh. Uh, very disappointed when he he had left after two thousand one, but. You know, the fact he went, he played in a 2001 grand final and a 2002 grand final. Um, very, very talented player. Um, in the back row, you've got Ali Laotiti and Alden Gutenbeel. So Laotiti, I think his career is, didn't really, for Australians, didn't really kick on because he went to England and played over there. He's very successful over there as well. Um, but, look, you know, Australians are very narrow-sided, so we don't really notice him, but... You know, I remember him from being a great offloader and, you know, good ball player and things like that. Gooden Bell, just a solid, hard guy. Um, and then your lock is Kevin Campion. Um, you know, it's, that's a tough, tough forward pack. You know, I mean, and now we're going to talk about the South, uh, sorry, South, the St. George forward pack as well. But um, a really, really tough forward pack. And I remember thinking in 2002 that they were going to just steamroll the Roosters because they were so, you know, imposing. Uh, and the coach, uh, obviously the coach we did, we talked about the last time was captain coach. We're in the era of actual coaches, um, non-playing coaches here in 2002. Coach is Daniel Anderson. I've made my feelings about Daniel Anderson pretty clear in some podcasts about Parramatta seasons. Um, but you can make up your own mind about him. He did do a really good job with the Warriors to get them to this grand final. So, you know, that's that's where I'm going to leave that. Um, all right, well, I hope that you've enjoyed the discussion. I'm going to put up the voting as soon as this episode goes up, so it'll be up and it'll stay up for, you know, 13, 14 days or wherever it is. Um, please get there and vote. Um, vote for the team that you think is the most dominant, the, thing, the team that you think... I mean, the better team, if you want to vote for it that way, but basically... The way that it, the way that I'm looking for it is I'm looking for the teams that are the best teams of those clubs that we've that we've seen. St George against New Zealand. Um, I th- I'm sure everyone's going to make up their mind very quickly, and I can't wait to see what the results are.